But I, I haven't thought about any of the other answers. Like, I generally know what you ask, but I have an idea that there's going to be a couple stories related to food, related to us, um, that I think are probably going to come up. Yeah. Which is fun, because um, I think that we tell our stories together pretty fun. I'm going to let you tell them. <laughs> oh, this is all me. Yeah. Um, you know, why I thought that is because of Charmaine's episode and you had so much fun listening to it and you were like, it's so fun to hear from like a woman's perspective of a first date. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, then I'm just going to ask you because I know my perspective of, <laughs> our, of our first date. Um, yeah, let's dive into that. <laughs> Welcome to a special episode of Food is Culture, a podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Billy Buttery, and the person joining me today is my husband. Ron and I obviously shared lots of food memories and stories, and although we don't get into his childhood too much, we both grew up in Toronto and as such share our Toronto culture. Rona made the music for this podcast and edits the show every week. I was excited to have him on the show and ask for his perspective on a couple of our key food moments. He often likes to say he's quiet and doesn't talk much, although I've never really found that to be true about him. As you will hear in the episode, we often wander off course while telling stories. We talk about our first date, the first meal I made for him, our proposal stories, and a couple other fun parties. Spoiler, we often plan food first when hosting a party. I hope you'll enjoy this little peek into the special moments for me that, of course, revolve around food. Cheers. Thank you for joining me today. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to take a walk down memory lane with you and be a part of this journey that you've been taking with this podcast. And it's been a lot of fun to be a part of it with you. So I'm happy to have a chat with you. Amazing. Me too. Well, let's start off the way I start off every episode. How do you define your cultural background? So my cultural background is very Toronto. And when I say that, it's because growing up Toronto is like has been like this beacon of multiculturalism. At least as the perspective that we were told growing up, we're always like, oh, it's such a multicultural city, you're so lucky. Well, I happen to be a product of the fact that Toronto is multicultural because my mother is Japanese. She was born in Hawaii, uh, moved here when she was three. And then my father is born here in Toronto, but he's Maltese background which is Mediterranean, you know that. His family migrated here from Malta uh, during the aftermath of the war, sort of things like that. Um, And my dad is, well, first of all, both of my parents are one of five siblings on both sides. Which is crazy. Pretty nuts. Mm -hmm. I mean, more common back then. Yeah. Although from time to time, like lately, I I hear of people having like five or six kids. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's starting to come back a little bit. Yeah. Um. So yeah, both product of five children households. My dad was born here in Toronto. A couple of his brothers were born in Malta, but he was born here in Toronto and then my parents met in Toronto. So Maltese and Japanese, but Maltese, it's a concoction. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah. I didn't realize how influenced it was by, you know, what we used to refer to as the Middle East, but now is just sort of like Mediterranean because I thought the language was going to sound like Latin, but it, it sounds Arabic. I mean, it's right between Italy and Africa. It's tiny. It's very Mediterranean, and by its very nature of being an island nation, it is a, it's a port. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have people coming, from, especially in that part of the world, especially if you go back millennia, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like that part of the world was like the center of the world at that point, right? Yeah. So it's such that's where people mixed for like that's probably like one of the original multicultural areas historically, <laughs> yeah. if you actually think about it, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. And also Hawaii is also very multicultural because of all the Japanese that live there, obviously, mm-hmm. and Americans, obviously, and the native to Hawaii. So that's actually kind of interesting that my family's families, they were looking for something, obviously, of similar values that they were used to with a lot of multiculturalism. Mm -hmm. That's a really good point. So that was a really long way to say (laughs) that I am a Torontonian. And on top of that, I am Maltese Japanese. Yeah, that is my cultural background. Amazing. And then you grew up in Toronto. Whole life. Beaches. Beaches for a large chunk early on. Up until sort of middle school and then downtown Toronto ever since. Through the bulk of like growing up in my teens and into early 20s. Then I lived in New York for a while in Brooklyn with a good friend of mine, Hot Pink Tony Fink. Was out there trying to pursue a these grand ambitions of being a, a hip-hop producer from not from the U.S. in the mid-2000s. It was a tougher time. Drake was not a thing at that point. <laughs> the weekend was not a thing at that point. So being from Toronto, trying to crack into the scene was tough back then. But I loved living in New York. I've often said that I left here still a child or a boy and that my time living in New York, in Brooklyn, when I came back, I was definitely a grown man, which is a great life lesson. I mean, new city, new country, no family around. You got your one boy, a couple friends that you've met along the way. But like that was that was a fun experience. Mm-hmm. And then back to Toronto, and I've lived in Toronto ever since. Mm-hmm. Came back in 2007, so 14 years. Well, you're not 14 years old. <laughs> no, that I've been back in the city now. That I've been back in Toronto now. Yeah. <sighs> Tell us more about your life. <laughs> more about my life. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, and then when, you go, when you go from that fast forward a couple of years back living in Toronto, I have met my wife. Do you remember our first date? Our first date, I do. So I see we have something to drink. Yes. So we have a little bottle of Prosecco. I'm excited for that. It's sitting there staring at me. I think <laughs> let's get it open. Let's have a share a toast. And yes. then let's dive into this conversation about food and our history and Ooh. There we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds delicious. It looks delicious, too. professional cork popper. There we go. Here you go. Cheers. Thank you. Salute. Come by. Delicious. Well, now we have this delicious Prosecco open. We do. So let's talk about our first date. Do you remember our first date? Of course I do. When I went to ask you out, mm-hmm. it was through text message, modern times, you know, uh-huh. this is how things are. Um, and I had just had my tonsils taken you out. You just I had your tonsils taken out, speak. but I didn't fully know that mm-hmm. until I had sent, I think, a message, and then you didn't reply for a couple of days, or it might have been a day or so, mm-hmm. and then you replied, and I was like, oh, well, I guess, I guess that was that. <laughs> um, fortunately not, though. You texted a day or whenever it was later. You're like, oh, my God, I had my tonsils out. I would love to go on a date with you. I'm in bed with painkillers <laughs> right now. We're going to have to figure that out in the future. So let's pick some another day. Yeah. Ends up being uh, Mother's Day, mm-hmm. to which I go to you. You don't need to spend it with your mom or something. <laughs> like, and she's like, no, it's okay. You don't. 
You'll you'll learn about my parents. It's not no, not but that like kind of you don't need. I had lunch with my mom that day. Like that day, I had so much food. So I had lunch with my parents at the Avenue, and I had the Avenue burger and fries for I lunch. You saying? Yeah. So I was like, I can have two meals in a day. I can have lunch with my parents and then dinner with this guy. So I love dates built around food because I love food. I love wine. I love enjoying life. I love nice ambiance and atmosphere, nice service. What I had planned was definitely food-centric. Mm-hmm. We started off at La Societe, which I believe it's now changed. It's on Bloor Street, um, French restaurant. Mm-hmm. And my idea was oysters and martinis, mm-hmm. which I'm a huge fan of Mad Men. And there's a very famous scene in Mad Men where Don and Sterling eat oysters and martinis. Sterling ends up throwing up. But anyways... <laughs> I just thought that seems so classy. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I don't love seafood, but that seems really appealing to me. Not a huge vodka guy, but I feel like I would enjoy those martinis. So we went and did that. Mm-hmm. And that was step, step one. We mm-hmm. had two, three delicious, dirty Grey Goose martinis, mm-hmm. a dozen oysters. Mm-hmm. Conversation is flowing. Alcohol is flowing. Mm-hmm. We're having a great time. We sat at the bar, which we like to do. We do like to sit at the bar, sort of Before sometimes kitty cornered, sometimes side by side. I think we sat kitty cornered because it was our first date and we were very our eyes i don't think wandered at all <laughs> and we were very intently locked onto each other which was quite a powerful feeling i think at least that's how i felt it <laughs> that's cute so anyways we go from there then we go to blue ristorante mm-hmm. which is an italian restaurant it was so nice that night too they had the live guitar player the live music that was amazing we had a nice table set up too it was quite nice yeah it was really nice and i go to you how do you like to eat like are you cool with like sharing stuff you like Oh my God, my favorite way to eat. So we order the charcuterie and cheese and the whole deal, mm-hmm. probably two different orders because the table is covered in food. Covered, yeah. And then I'm pretty sure we had pasta because who goes to an Italian restaurant and doesn't eat pasta? Although we may have skipped know. it. We were like definitely two bottles deep of red wine at this point. Plus I feel the, like we shared a steak, if anything. Mm, Maybe. I think we had a shared a steak. We had, like, so much food that day. It was a lot of food. And then we went to go see a movie. We did go... So we had to preface this with the date was Gatsby, Great Gatsby themed. Yeah. So... Because Gatsby had just come out. I was wearing a suit, something that I used to do a lot more in mm-hmm. the past. Mm-hmm. You were wearing this cute little sort of flapper-esque dress. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, skirt. Mm-hmm. The, uh, with the pleats. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we went to go see Gatsby and I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had drank probably two bottles of wine plus liquor on top of it at that point and all that food. So, and I think we had a bottle of wine at the so theater. So it was more co- <laughs> at the theater because we went to the one that the original VIP where you could get yeah. booze and snacks and that stuff varsity, like that. Yeah. So we, yeah. So, but I almost look at it as a bit like a disco nap because we were like such an intense day. It's kind of yeah. like when you go on vacation, you like fit so much into a day. It was a long day. day. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Well, because it's, it started early afternoon, I think. Yeah. Because I remember driving to pick you up. Yeah. Went to the movie, fell asleep. Then we went out to To a, say, you, you end up leaving your car because we had walked between the restaurants because yes. they're all in the same block. And then you're like, I'm going to leave my car in the parking lot. I was like, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, we didn't drive from that point. We're not crazy <laughs> or anything like that. Like, we're responsible. We Everything was, yeah, all three things that we did were Walking within two sense. blocks of each other. Yeah, so we walked. Because we're also both, you know, very Yorkville-centric. You grew up yeah. in Yorkville. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in the annex from not far. Mm-hmm. We both were native to that community. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we wake up from the movie, leave the movie. I'm sure not much movie was watched between napping and making out. I don't think we did much. <laughs> 
Did we make out during the movie? I don't remember that. I'm sure we did. I watched the movie. I remember you snoring loudly, and I I'm was sure like, the other patrons oh, were But then we go to a, a resto club, I guess, kind mm-hmm. of thing after that. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it right now. Dances up there for a while, mm-hmm. and then you're like, you have to work the next day, I think, or you were getting yeah. tired or something. It was three in the morning. At three in the morning, <laughs> yes. Nine hours together. It was a good day. It was a great day. I enjoyed myself <laughs> thoroughly. And here we are, seven almost years, eight. almost eight years later. Yeah. Two children, several moves. Yeah. Not too many fights, which is great. <laughs> we can yell from time to time, but we never really, we're not real fighters, the two of us, amongst each other. Yeah. So I also wanted to ask you a couple other food first, if you remember. I would love to. Okay. So do you remember the first meal I cooked for you? It was spaghetti mm-hmm. with, I think, just meat sauce. I don't think it was meatballs. I think I may have said, asked for meatballs and you were like, I'm going to make it this way. No, it was meatballs. Oh, was it meatballs? Yeah, it was. It was at this fun loft that we were living in at the time down yeah. near King and Bathurst. Amazing. right? middle of club district yeah yeah i remember you cooking that meal i think was that when we were signing all the checks for the lease of the place that we had just gotten because i remember melissa being there for part of it maybe i think that was another time i had cooked but i do remember the speaker i remember the backsplash because it had white tile backsplash in the kitchen (laughs) i remember it was covered in sauce and i was like oh i don't want to have to but you cleaned I just remember being like, okay, I'm going to come over and make pasta. Like, you have, you know, like Which pantry items. Which is one items. of my favorite things is... Well, I just remember asking, like, obviously you, you have it. pantry items. Like, you know, you have, like, a block of Parmesan and, like, olive oil. And you're like, no. I have I, nothing I, in the I fridge. don't even know if I have salt. I was <laughs> like, pardon me. You don't know if you have salt? I think I had some me? beers in the fridge. Maybe some cold cuts. Yeah, so I literally had to... Bachelor life. I, I literally brought, like, a box of... It was quite great. Yeah, it was great. It was a wonderful, it was nice to feel that sort of care. It was actually, it was really nice. I used to love those dates. On like Sundays, we would make it like on those Mexican meals. Yeah, well, Mexican meals. We used to go to that Mexican restaurant on Queen Street, Milagro. Yeah, so I mean, we ate at so many restaurants in the early days. Yeah, but I think Milagro is definitely a highlight. We've been there quite a few times over the years. Love that place. Yeah. Love that place. Even the last time we went, which is now, I mean, been over a year, probably closer to two years now. Yeah, I was pregnant with Aria. I was pretty pregnant. With Aria. So is that when Nigel met us there, or would you no, go that with was Olivia? The time before we met Nigel when Ethan was in town. Well, right, we eat there a lot, and we take everyone there. Yes. <laughs> Well, and I remember when... Moving on the patio there. I remember there's the one um, server that taught us the technique of putting the tequila on either shoulder, sniffing on one shoulder, sniffing on the other shoulder, Mm -hmm. and how one side is uh, sweeter than the other, and one is a little bit more... I think you said, like, one side's spicy, and one side you'll get the, like, vanilla notes. And then the key to drinking tequila, cheers, Cheers. is to breathe out. After you take a sip. Yes, to breathe out after you take a sip, because it really allows the flavor to build in your in your mouth so that you can actually taste the notes of the tequila and not just the sting. Yeah. And I, yeah, wonderful, wonderful piece of advice. Yeah. And every he was time- great. Like, after we had him a couple of times and he really, he obviously loves tequila and loves the whole tradition and- ritual of it i feel yeah. like i started actually like enjoying and sipping tequila. well his vibe is just so fun when we yeah. would go and i mean I I we're there. a fun couple <laughs> and when we're out eating together just themselves? the two of us 
And we, we, we like to interact with the, the, the staff and the servers and the people yeah. helping us out. We love interacting with them because they're a part of the experience and part of the evening. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we're fun that way. And we always, I don't even think we've really ever had a bad server experience when it's been the two of us on a date. One time with Rome brunch, remember? Yeah. At See, but having sick. a kid. It's <laughs> he just, was so young. He was a baby. He was in the stroller. Know, but that but was a bad, you, but she was hungover. You automatically weird. get a feeling from servers, especially at Nitro places when you bring a kid in that they're a little bit annoyed yeah it's the reality of what it is yeah anyways i mean when i before we had kids if i saw a couple <laughs> coming in with a kid and they sat in there i'd be like oh uh, it just is what it is i mean i don't think our kids ever made a scene it'll a be interesting to see how they respond when we're able to go to restaurants again because yeah. Ari has never really experienced that except no. in a car seat covered in things she couldn't see out of. Yeah. And like, Rome has been a long time and he has grown so much since then. Yeah. I feel as though the at least the first couple of times I feel like he's gonna be shy and quiet because mm-hmm. it's gonna be what is this? I think yeah. she's gonna be really into it. Yeah. Because she's, she's so social. into everything. Yeah. And she's very I feel like she's gonna be so curious to yeah. interact with other people that because she's never really sat with besides some family members, she's never yeah. sat with strangers around yeah because she doesn't know that people will look at you and like look around like there's weird (laughs) things that happen as a human right that you don't really it feels normal because when you're older but when you're young i don't but then again i don't know if it's gonna feel normal forever like is it gonna feel normal like i don't we haven't sat in a restaurant i think it's gonna be like riding a bike the first couple of pumps are gonna feel (laughs) a little awkward and you're gonna stumble a few times but then as soon as you catch yourself you're gonna be like all right this was awesome and then you're gonna forget yeah i think the first couple times there's gonna be a lot of conversation about oh isn't this great blah blah but yeah. once we get over that yeah. and we're just back because it's like New Year you know like how long into the year you keep saying Happy New Year yeah right <laughs> exactly. at some point it's just like, okay we've made it let's get over it we're back well and I think that's what's unique about these this week and next week and the next week is like this is going to be the one year anniversary of a lot of shitty things you know in the next couple yeah, of weeks I think it's going to bring up feelings for a lot of people for sure like a level of PTSD I mean things are a lot better than they were in the earlier days yeah we've definitely like we were very code red in the yeah. early days for the first four months and then I think yeah. the second stre- so I sort of look at it as three legs there's the initial phase where it was like yay vacation like uh, a yeah yay vacation but also terrified about terrifying, what's passing around you know, outside gross and then the strict lockdown and trying to work your way through what you're comfortable with Mm -hmm. and what doesn't get you sick Mm -hmm. because i you know anyways so when we get back out there there's going to be that initial feeling weird but i think people are going to get over it real quick (laughs) because we like to remember good things as a like we're pleasure seekers as a species and once the (laughs) i feel like Everyone's going to feel like this collective thaw of the brain and shoulders where it just goes from like this <laughs> little bit of tension that everyone's just holding, like they're holding their butt cheeks a little bit too tight. It's all going <laughs> to melt down and literally all going to collectively feel it leave. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I so think, I, I, I have optimism for I what's on the horizon. just has to have grace with themselves and, you know, just take it as quick as they can themselves. Yeah, every to each their own and... People are going to figure it out on their own timelines, and people have to respect that. Yeah. Because just because you're cool with hugging all of your friends and being mm-hmm. in each other's faces and sharing sharing glasses, any of that stuff, doesn't mean that the person beside you is, even if they're your, they're your best friend or your husband or wife. Or and sharing all, plates you know. and everything. Yeah. It's going, to, it's going to be a learning curve. It's going to be a very interesting learning curve. Um, and I think depending on socioeconomics, will play a part of that as well. Yeah. Um, what is your first, what's the first restaurant you want to go eat at? The first restaurant that I want to go eat at? Uh, 
see, it's we love so many cuisines mm-hmm. that it would be hard to say. Like, I have a few that instantly I was like, okay, I really want to go to Santuco Ramen. Mm-hmm. We'll come back to that because there's a story tied into that with us mm-hmm. getting engaged. Mm-hmm. And then there is Taroni because... Taroni. And we've had so many amazing meals So many there. amazing, especially with family members yeah. and our kids. And that's somewhere that we've I've always felt kids welcome, welcome with, the, there. Well, with 100%. the kids. Um, and at any of the locations, they're all yeah. great. And I, to me, like, Taroni really gives me that sense of family, like, old-school Italian. Like, it reminds me of, did you ever used to go to Prego when it was in Yorkville? No. So we went there a lot as, uh, my parents took us there a lot as kids, and my parents would run into friends or like, you know. That's uh, what Yorkville used to be. Yeah. You know, it was was a community before. Totally. And um, especially in the industry that they're in, they'd run into like actors or whatever. And it was very much like, you know, the waiter would come over and go, oh, do you guys, do you want me to pull up another table? Do you want me to pull up a chair? Would you need more glasses, this, that? And I feel like at Troni, it's very much that vibe. Like if you run into friends. family style. Family style. They accommodate their patrons because they... They realize that the patrons are who got them there, and that's what's made them popular. Is the feeling of it? I, I'm sure. But don't mandate. you dare ask for a substitution, no. though. <laughs> Unless you're legit pregnant, because then there's certain things that you can't eat, and you had to bring that up. I, I'm sure uh, a couple times while we were there. Yeah. Um, Just that's literally the only the only occasion at all. But yeah. I think I'm sure written on the wall somewhere mm. from a marketing brainstorm that they had early on was yeah. family. Totally. Because that's what they nail. I yep. never feel any, you know, and they're all young and attractive staff. Yeah. Uh, the guys and the gals, mm-hmm. but they're all very respectful of the type of people that are coming there. Mm-hmm. And whether you're a group of friends, mm-hmm. you know, 20s, 30s, having a great time, or you're a family of like yeah. 15, yeah. they'll accommodate you and do it well. Yeah. Totally. So those are the two. But then I also want to try some new places because we haven't been going to restaurants in a while, even sort of before the pandemic, because yeah. kids, it's yeah. hard when you have kids. Well, and I mean, I was very pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> I got very pregnant very yeah. quickly with Ari. I was so big, even a couple months in, that it was just like uncomfortable. So we went to like Malagro that one time. We went to... I feel like your weight with Rome was more intense than it was with Ari. I feel like with Aria, you stayed... Tighter and cuter. <laughs> and I have the photos to prove it. I don't think you got that big with Ari. I think you're. I, think you're, I, I, I gained the same amount of weight with oh. both of them. But with Roma, it was well, wintertime. You carry, you carry pregnancy as well, though. Thank you. That's sweet. <laughs> I mean, you've always known that I, I have a, a slight thing for. I just a, preg- a pregnant woman is just a beautiful, sexy thing, and you carried it very well. Thank you. So I want to talk about our engagement story because mm-hmm. obviously it's. It revolves around food food and it's a key piece of our relationship and it just kind of describes us yeah, or it describes our relationship with each other because we're both very rational people. And this wasn't an (laughs) irrational decision, but it came together really quickly and in a short time period. Yeah. I had been out the night or the day before with some really good friends of mine, Hot Pink, Tony Fink, who I mentioned before, and a beer. We were at a Jays game and I was telling a beer and Noah about a trip that we had coming up to Italy. Mm -hmm. I mean, this trip was pretty lavish. We decided, let's just go big on this because we don't know when we're going to have an opportunity to do it again. Obviously, we'd love to do it as often as possible, but this is a trip that we want. We've both, well, you had been to Italy before but Mm -hmm. i had never been and the places that we were going we were you know going to do it really nice Mm -hmm. i mean not nothing crazy but nice Mm -hmm. um so i was telling no one a beer about this uh going into a lot of detail talking about rome and talking about florence and talking about sardinia and noah goes to me 
are you like getting married that we don't know about or like are you planning on proposing like what's going on here i was like no i'm not and i actually i wasn't at that point i hadn't not that i hadn't thought of her as a future wife or something like that it's just i hadn't put thought into it because we were literally we had seven eight months no we had been living together for almost a year was it almost a year because yeah, we, we started we, dating in may the year before and then we were married august the following year yeah, so, so a little we, over a year. You're right. You're right. We, and we had been living together for like so 11 like 13, months. Because we moved 14, in yeah. to Bloor Street in September. And this is okay, August. Yes. But I, I hadn't had plans on it. But the yeah. rest of the game, like I got pretty quiet and I was just sitting there in my head. Yeah. Should you get married? Why should, Why shouldn't you get married? What reason do you have for not getting married? You love this girl. You love this woman. She makes you feel amazing. You do, I can't see myself not having her in my life. And what is stopping me? Like I feel I feel no barrier. I didn't feel any anxiety or fear or 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 barrier coming to that realization in my head during that Jays game. Mm-hmm. You know, got pretty drunk that <laughs> afternoon as one does at a Blue Jays game. Go out probably after and then come home. I think you had gone out with girlfriends, so we were both. I was with my cousins, yeah. You were with your cousins, so they we were both. They had gone to the baseball game, but then I had met them after. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, um, which is like, to speak about culture, like there's nothing like a Jays game in the middle of summer to say this is the epitome I of culture. I am looking forward to that coming back. I would love yeah. to take Especially when the dome's Rome open. and Aria to games. We took Rome to a couple games, but he was so yeah. young, he, yeah. I doubt he remembers them. Yeah. But I'm excited to bring him to games. Yeah. And her, I'm just excited to go as a family. And it will always be this guy dumb to me. I don't care what you say. Yeah. Come at me, bro. Uh, I, I've accepted the <laughs> rebrand in my head just because I know how much money Rogers injected into the team and the ecosystem. <laughs> that without them they, they wouldn't be they wouldn't have gotten back to the playoffs like they had. Mm-hmm. So I respect I respect the pimp. <laughs> respect the pimp. Um so we were both hungover mm-hmm. the following morning mm-hmm. and our hungover <laughs> ritual is going to Santuka Ramen, the original one in Toronto, on Dundas Street near church. Mm-hmm. And we were both hungover. It was a ritual. Yeah. And we sat at the bar, like we'd like to do, mm-hmm. got our order. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of look at you and I'm like, you know, we've got this trip coming up to Italy. Why don't we, I just want to be young and in love and married on my honeymoon in Italy. And you're like, yeah, like that's, that'd be great. Like, <laughs> yeah, that sounds wonderful. But I'm like, no, like... We should just be married and young and in love and in Italy on our honeymoon. And you're like, what? I'm like, yeah. And then put two and two together. And you, she said yes. I don't even think I put two and two together. I was staring blankly at you being like, what? And then I like I was looking for a ring. You're like, is he proposing? I didn't have I a ring. This, but this is the thing. And then because you, it, you realize that's what I was like looking for. And you're like, uh, do you want to marry me? I don't have a ring, but like, do you, I know where I want to get it from? So I did know where I wanted to get it from. And the thing was, it came together so quickly the night before, and I didn't want to wait. I was like, just do it because nothing is holding you back. So why wait? Mm-hmm. Why waste a minute of not being married? Mm-hmm. So I didn't have the ring, but I asked. You said yes. Mm-hmm. People clapped. People clapped. And it was an amazing weekend because I believe we had also gone to two raves that weekend. It, yeah, it was Veld that weekend. It was Veld as well as the Rave Island or whatever down on the island. We went the following oh, yeah. day and told everyone we were engaged because yeah. all of our friends were there. Yes. Um, it was that. a very fun weekend, I will yeah. say. Like, that, that was a fun time. Like, that yeah. whole. I mean, oh, to be. It was a in our twenties. To be young, I mean, I was probably already thirty. <laughs> were you? Well, if no. we're going on, oh, we're going on our eighth year, so I was twenty nine. Yeah, and we were engaged. Yeah, and to do the honorable thing, although as a rewind. Yeah. I called your father before they knew and asked for your permission. Yeah. For his permission, sorry. You did call him like the next morning. Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. 
And I think it was I actually even was before like we it, went but... to Veld that I had called him. Yeah. And he said yes. He mm-hmm. said you couldn't imagine anyone better to take up that, that helm, <laughs> which felt really great. I'm happy that I was able to do the respectful thing. I know it was it meant something to you and to your father as well. Mm-hmm. And we were engaged. We were engaged. And then we shotgunned right into the wedding. <laughs> So we we did look into getting married in Italy. We did, yes. But it was it's not a, a possibility. You have to actually be in the country for I think it's like think a month, at the time, yeah, days or something like yeah, that. Yeah, which wasn't going to be possible. So we um, we eloped at City Hall. Yeah, we had thought about maybe just getting married in Jamaica. We thought about that for like one minute, and then I was like, you know what? Let's just get married at City Hall. And we did. And we did. And it was lovely. And it worked out great. The you know it wasn't a big lavish thing. It was very small and intimate, which is nice. It mm-hmm. was with my sister mm-hmm. and. Your brother mm-hmm. uh, and, and the, the minister. Photographer. <laughs> and the photographer, yes. Which was, and, well, and, your so makeup, and your makeup girl earlier at, at the uh, condo. At the house, yeah. It was really nice. I'm so glad that we had Zach there to take the photos because it, without, like, having the photos. It made it, it, made it official. It was so nice. Because, yeah. yeah. Especially since we looked great. You know, it's not like we, yeah. not like we half-assed on the import, most important elements. You, yeah. me, yeah. rings. You had a nice bouquet. You had a gorgeous dress. I was wearing a suit. I was wearing a veil. We both had... A plus one. Mm-hmm. Pictures taken. Some gorgeous mm-hmm. black and white. Some yeah. nice color ones. It was great that we went down to the city after and did yeah. after wedding photos. It was it was really it was nice. It was a wonderful day. And I honestly have no idea how people do that and then the party in one day. Cause, so after that, we went to Blue. Especially to if you're going to have like day. 500 people. <laughs> yeah. Please so, refer yeah. to episode, my previous episode with Melissa with Andre Melissa, yeah. on how to feel, feed 200 people well. <laughs> And I, you know, that our wedding day was no, I mean, I felt no stress. I don't know how no. you were feeling about it because no. you obviously had more to do with getting your makeup. And Well, that morning you and my brother went for a swim. Yeah, we went for a swim. It was Me and your nice. sister were getting our hair, makeup yeah, done, so crap done, rollers in, and you guys are like strolling in. We're in our dresses. We're like, uh, we're getting our lashes put on. We're good to go. And you and my brother are strolling in and <laughs> strolling in, in towels and your sweat swim trunks after an hour long swim. It was nice. <laughs> It's just exactly. I mean, if you're going into a marriage with that much level of stress, what are your chances? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, a bigger event, yeah, I'm sure it gets way more. There's a lot more to do, but yeah. it just felt, everything just felt right about getting married to you that I felt oh. no pressure at all. That's sweet. Well, and then, so we we got married at City Hall. We yep. took a bunch of photos, and Amen. then yep. we went to Blue to honor our first date we with did. our two witnesses, your we sister did. and my brother. For a nice after marriage lunch. Lunch and so it was old delicious. School. It had gone downhill and I don't think we've we may have gone to blue once more since then. We went on our one year anniversary and we were so disappointed. Yeah, it, I've heard that I think they've revamped because I think it's uh-huh. still blue. Mm-hmm. I, and I think I heard that they've revamped. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe we should give it a shot again. I mean okay. it does yeah, have historical value to yeah. our life. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I'm not trying to knock them yeah. by any means because we did have great memories there. And like I just said, I think they've I've heard that they've they've turned it around. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even talk about the night before we were getting married. So we had taken your sister out for dinner and then my brother ended up joining us later. Yeah. And your Overlooking sister looking young and Dundas. Yeah. And your sister was um sort of grilling us about when we were gonna get married and where we were gonna get married. Because and we then, asked her to come down very vaguely, but yeah, you had like, requested that she bring a dress. Yeah. And be ready to do makeup, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. So she was very Curious and yeah. rightfully so. I mean, yeah. good for her. Yeah. So we sort of said at dinner, um, well, this is actually a rehearsal dinner. Yeah. <laughs> which was at THR and Co., which ended up catering our wedding. So we came back. So we went to Italy. We planned sort of an engagement party surprise where we were going to tell everybody that we were have 
we'd already gotten married. And then I can't remember if we asked them that night or we asked them at some point, can you cater our engagement party slash wedding? I think we might have done it when we got back from Italy because Maybe. that was a lot that happened really quickly. And then when yeah. we got back, we were still a month before the party. Yeah. I may have broached the subject with yeah. uh, Shiki and Corey from THR. Yeah. Broached, I might have yeah. just touched on it without giving away much information. Yeah. Um, but they were all on board, so <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. Well, and they've also been part of so many of our food memories. They, they have, I mean, yes. our quote-unquote rehearsal dinner and then our engagement party, which was actually our wedding reception. Yes. No and one then, knew it was our wedding. We told everyone it was just an engagement party. People were shocked. Well, people walked in, saw a mass amount of flowers, me and a legitimate gown, <laughs> yeah, and, and were, were like, like what's going on? This isn't just a rehearsal dinner. <laughs> and this we had, this is after... Party. Italy. Come back from Italy. This is yeah. after Italy. We're both tanned, yeah. both looking very relaxed, <laughs> and like we we were too. looking, we were looking. We had that newly married glow to us. I think. Oh. Um, so I'm sure it wasn't too hard to read. But yeah, not, it was Major a good road. time, and the, the food was delicious. So good. Those mini, mini sliders. sliders, oysters again to oysters, honor. We did. Bar. We had custom uh, the the giveaway. Uh, I can't yeah, those, yeah, those. Um, we made. Little um, your favorite drink, which is the dirty martini, and mine, which is old fashioned. So we gave away little kits um, mm-hmm. to do to do that, which yeah. was really nice. Yeah, that was uh, the sweet. food was great. The atmosphere was great. It was a nice. Tr- it was an, a good sized crowd. Like I think it was like sixty, yeah, fifty to 60, sixty people. Yeah, which is a great size. Yeah, because and bigger it's hard because we were able to hang out with people. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really nice. And then, I mean, I think we have to mention our son's baby shower because it was pretty epic. It was. I mean, <laughs> when we throw a party, we like it to be a party. Yeah. Um, and that's not a slight to anyone else. It's just you have a background in doing events, and I like nice things, mm-hmm. as do you. Mm-hmm. And I like to, if we're going to go out, go do something, to go a little bit all out because it's nice to do, and it makes you, makes your guests feel good. It makes you lets you have fun. Mm-hmm. So we've been known to throw a party. Yeah, and Rome's first birthday was no exception. No exception. That it was, was a rager. It was a rager. It was a rager. I mean, it was in the day. It was during the day. It was a and Saturday people or were. Afternoon. It, it was. Uh, I think it was a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, a beautiful sunny day. Yeah, and people were getting crunk. Yeah. Well, first of all, the food. There was, there was like so much people food. There. there was a lot of people. Yeah. We invited. We invited a lot of people, and we used to live right in the middle of downtown Toronto, so it was yeah. really simple to get to. Yeah. And people knew that we threw good parties. And it was the, the party room, so it was easy because yeah. there was like a kitchen, there was washrooms, there was yeah. outside space. And so it was, it was a really pretty nice. big party room. Like we were yeah. able to have all the play structures for the kids and stuff like that. Yeah. But people know that when they're coming to a jam of ours, there's going to be food, food. because. <laughs> <laughs> Either you're cooking or we're getting catering and you're cooking or whatever. Yeah. Plus the cakes and oh and all the the, the open bar. Like yeah. we like to have a nice time. Yeah. And that party was a rager. I think yeah. some people consider Rome's first birthday to party to be better than a lot of their birthdays. And that's not even <laughs> that's not a, not a lot. That's what people told us. Like we're not making this up. That's just something that <laughs> And we'll be able to show this to him. But of course he'll never remember that he had the most epic birthday bash ever yeah it was there was a lot of fun. well and i kept joking there was kids there that we didn't even know <laughs> there was a lot of kids well, the, the great thing about it was we made we make it feel comfortable for there to be kids and adults there yeah. that don't have kids yeah 
all of our friends know all of our friends and it's a nice yeah. atmosphere, but we don't make it feel this is a kid's party or, oh, this is an adult's party and here's a kid's area. Yeah. It's no, let's make this enjoyable for everyone involved. And, and that's what it ends up being. And I think that that speaks to us growing up in the 80s and early 90s where we, our parents took us to a lot of parties where that was also the case. Like, yeah. I feel like. Well, especially your folks in the film industry, my mom and her boyfriend at the time in the film industry, yeah. those industry parties. Yeah. And you're brought to them as a child, you just kind of grow up quicker because you're in these environments that they're not a lot of kids, but there are kids there. Yeah. But you're around more adults. Mm -hmm. But also, I feel like growing up at parties, it was very much like if there's kids at the party, all the adults are watching the kids so yeah. that everyone's kind of equally relaxed and kids are running around together and, you know, having, you know, a Sprite or like an Orangina and it's like a fun time and it's just a little bit more relaxed, which is what I sort of strive for whenever we have a party. Relaxed but epic. Relaxed but epic. <laughs> Throw it in. It's, yeah, it's good times. Happy first birthday for Rome. It was great. Yeah, that was super fun. And then his baptism was super fun. We went for dim sum. I mean, we've had some. <laughs> we've had some good parties. We haven't had one in a while, which is, I mean, obviously. And the, the last past one, year. I was so pregnant. It was the hottest day, and we were all in the backyard. And our last house had such a sun trap backyard. Like you, there was no shade at all and it was so hot and it, was, it felt like, like it was i think it was like 40 degrees it was even was, touching it was, it was, it was the hottest weekend of the year though. it was and I, like i and was pregnant that, and that the kids waiting pool. yeah everyone was in the waiting pool which mm, made the waiting the pool the pork so belly sandwiches yeah. and the nathan's hot dogs with the potato buns yes mm, and the baked potato potato salad yes. that you make there's a lot of food there. Yeah. I think it was the last party we kind of had. Yeah. I mean, we've had smaller ones with just family for the kids or for their birthdays. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, having to distance and virtual and all that. But, you know, when we can see people or when we're allowed to see people, we've had, we've seen some family, mm -hmm. which is nice because without that, I think you kind of just lose it. Yeah. So it'll be nice to have a party again soon. Soon. Okay, well, we've been chatting for quite a while, mm -hmm. and I want people to end the episode wanting more of you, so we'll have you back. <laughs> I would love to be back. Um, but I want to wrap up with asking you a couple of the questions I ask all my guests. Fire away. Now, just so everyone knows, I edit this podcast. Uh -huh. I've been a part of it since day one. I made the music for the intro and outro. Brilliant and idea. I so I don't know. This is a little insider tip if you're listening. I don't know if you've noticed, but the opening and closing music is supposed to sound like an oven igniting. Yeah. So it's like pots. And, the inspiration was pots and pans sort of clanking in the kitchen, someone cooking and like think of like a Food Network commercial kind of thing with like <laughs> you see tomatoes and onions being chopped and thrown in the air and like spritzes and stuff like that happening. So it was just kind of like pots and pans clanking in the beginning with the sound of a gas stove igniter igniting, which is what is incorporated as a sample into that intro music. Mm -hmm. So I added, so I I know that when the last question comes up, mm -hmm. that it always stumps people. Mm -hmm. And they always revert to the food that they had talked about earlier in the episode. Now, mm -hmm. we didn't really dive too far into specific foods, mm -hmm. except for ramen and stuff like that. But I know that the per so my goal is to not specifically say, <laughs> I'll, I'm going to try. So let's start. Okay. Let's start. I, well, I, I'll no. ask you that question first then. What food best describes your personality? My initial instinct was kind of ramen, but I was like, that's so obvious. Plus, I knew we were going to talk about ramen. Yeah. And then I was thinking about it more. And I think if I were a food, it would be the spicy jerk pork from Mr. Jerk. Okay. And now I'll give you this. It's It's got a nice dark bark to it. I've got, you know, when I have a tan, I'm nice and tanned. <laughs> you can either be a lean cut or a fattier cut. 
and from time to time I've been leaner or chubbier. <laughs> Plus the spice level to it, it can be a little bit a little bit aggressive and spicy. <laughs> and also it can be eaten perfectly fine just on its own. Which, as an only child growing up, I'm used to being uh, solo a lot. But then you throw it in the mix with all the the other flavors, and it mixes perfectly fine. Although it's a little bit more stoic than the other party goers, like a coleslaw or so. Yeah, jerk pork. Jerk pork. Okay. Well, I'll finish with asking you with a cafe question. Okay. So you can close your eyes if you want. So take a deep breath. You're in a cafe anywhere in the world. Where are you? I'm sitting on a terrace in the hills of Tuscany, overlooking vineyards and pools and gorgeous villas mm-hmm. and the countryside. And that's where I am. And what are you drinking? I think it's early in the morning right now. So mm-hmm. I think I'm having a cappuccino mm-hmm. or an espresso. Okay. And what are you eating? It's something flaky. Something <laughs> flaky and buttery. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my wife, Billy Butter. <laughs> um, and just melt in your mouth and tart, but with sweetness. Okay. And are you with anybody? You know I am. <laughs> you absolutely know I am, baby. You know I'm sitting there with you. Amazing. Well, thank you for joining me today. It's been a pleasure. It's been very fun. Salute. Cue the music. I want to talk about smells for a minute. There is nothing like the smell of bread baking in the oven or sizzling onions sautéing in butter and olive oil. But before I start cooking anything in the kitchen, especially with my two young children, I make sure to clean, disinfect, and sanitize with a safe and effective cleaning spray. And I love starting with the crisp and clean smell of Force of Nature. I've been using Force of Nature for over a year and have recommended it to my family. They all love it too. On the EPA's list of disinfectants approved for use against COVID-19, but also bacteria and germs like salmonella, it is completely safe to use around pets and children. It has no added fragrance and is safe to use around those with smell sensitivities. Also, preparing the solution myself makes me feel like a scientist. This is not a sponsored post. I just love and believe in the product so much that when they opened their affiliate program, I jumped at applying. The link and promo code are in the show notes under the details for this episode. By purchasing through my link, you'll be supporting costs associated with this podcast and me. Go to www.forceofnatureclean.com slash buttery and use promo code MAKEITSAFE for 25% off and free shipping on your purchase of a starter kit or bundle. With no added fragrance, Force of Nature has a light swimming pool smell. I just love the crispness. After cleaning up in the kitchen, I'm ready to fill the house with delicious food smells once again. Until next time, bye.